Welcome to Agony Island, the podcast that you never knew you needed. Listen to Stephen and Stefan delve into the ponderous world of everyday problems and give you a guiding hand through everyday turmoil and sticky social situations. That said, one of the two is legally trained to give actual advice and is the responsible adult. The less said about the other one, the better. We cannot be held responsible for the content sent in via our listeners, so if you're easily offended, then please do something a bit boring instead. This show is for entertainment only, so please don't take the advice too seriously. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to another episode of Agony Highlands. I am uh, one of the hosts, Stefan Petty, Sitting across me, across a internet Zoom room, is my other co-host and fellow Lonely Islander, Dr. Stephen Ham. Hello. Hello, hello. And there's a reason why I'm doing the introduction, because you have been away down that London, haven't you? I have. I've been down in that London. I abandoned the North East for a little while. I have to say, I have got messages from you from London, <laughs> where you have not been, you have not been a happy bunny. So I've I'm just going to sit listener. Just going to sit listener. I've not heard this. I said, save this for the podcast because you were irate. And I went, oh my God. Than a good ranty Steve. So, Stephen, over to you. Have a rant. So, let's start. Okay. Yeah. So, my friend has been over from Trinidad mm. to visit me. He's a surgeon. He's come over. He's doing some courses. We heard, over we here. heard him last week. Yeah. So, you heard him. Um, on episode three, yeah, on episode three, because yeah. he had to step in for Becky because she it was, was ill. Ill. Yeah, so he stepped in. So anyway, he came over. I met him at mm. Newcastle. All right, and the first thing mm. I did was I took a big jacket and some gloves and handed them to him because I was like, "You are from the Caribbean. You will not be used to the Northeast." So I handed him that, and we went off. We had a great time. So the Northeast, Brilliant. lovely, always nice to us. So we had a lovely time, and then we got on the train to London, right? Yes. And that's when things started to just go wrong. Um, so we get to London, and mm. I've been. I started watching Big Brother. Right. You know, mm. um, they've rebooted it again. And I thought, you know, relive a bit of like my yeah. teenage years of when I yeah. used to watch a lot of that. Let's start watching it again, which I couldn't get the opportunity to watch once I reached London. And we got there on the Friday and mm. we stay in the hotel and I get up the next morning and I'm like, right, OK, um, I'll have to keep all the Big Brother episodes for when we're finished. All right. I go downstairs, right, and uh -huh. I'm waiting in the um, hallway for my friend to come down yeah. because he's, you know, taking longer than me. Yeah. And I'm just stood there, and then I hear a voice behind me, and I go, that's a familiar voice. And I turn around, and the first evictee from Big Brother is stood behind me talking <laughs> to, like, whoever she's with. Amazing. And I'm like... Well, spoilers in real yeah. life. I was like, well, at least I know who's been evicted then. Um, so yeah, there she was, just stood behind me, and I was yeah. like, right, great, don't need to watch this anymore. So that I went tried. in the bin. I, I tried because I knew you were going to watch it, right? Yeah, I lasted two minutes thirty-eight seconds, and I just went, we're friends, but I can't do this. I, I, well, can't, I can't do this. 
I've stopped because all the like the evictees were staying in the hotel that I was staying in. So it's very much oh. like, well, it's yeah, it's, there's yeah. no point. So I've kind of accidentally now, caught up in real life. If I'm a listener at home, I'm now wondering. Have they got a really decent budget and they put them in nice places? Or were you slumming it in London? And I know you weren't. No, no, it was actually it was quite a nice hotel. So right, rad one done, rad one done, ran two. We went to see um, the mouse trap. You know the thing that's been yeah. on in London for seventy years. I lived in London yeah. for like five years. Didn't see it when I was there, but anyway, I went to see this, mm-hmm. and it's an Agatha Christie one. And I don't know what happens because I haven't googled and I haven't read anything about it. So I mm-hmm. go and I'm watching it. And there was this lass sat behind us, right? And she was, in the interval, she turns oh, to no. her mates and goes, oh, no. do you want to know who did it? Oh. And I turn around and glare at this girl who's then, you know, again, talking to her. I've Googled it. And um, her friends are like, no, we, we don't want to know. And she carried on going, well, I know who's done it, so I'm watching that person. And I'm just like, well, what have you done that for? What have you done that for? I removed myself at that point and took myself to the bar because I was like, let this woman run on as much as she wants to her friends and spoil it for everyone else. But I'm removing myself. So that was like, that was incredibly rude. That is unnecessary. Mm. Mm. The next thing. We We could do an entire show on spoilers. Honestly, honestly. But it was a good show. It's worth a watch if you want to. There's a couple of plot holes mm. in it, but, you know, it's a 70-year-old play, so, you know, yeah. what, what do you expect? And then we went to see Mrs. Doubtfire, which was amazing, I suggest, if you're Has in London. Has that been made into a play? Uh, it's a musical. It's a musical. Of course it, was, it is. Yeah. Of course it is. It was really good. It had... Um, oh, wow. I didn't even know that had been made into a musical. Yeah, yeah. So they had um, references to... Nigella and things like that and it was like oh, and nice. her same microwave and stuff so that was good that was good <laughs> so yeah we go to the tube station all right to yes. go back to yeah. the hotel yeah right mm. and while we're there okay i'm sat there on this bench and there's mice yeah. just everywhere it was disgusting right Ooh. i spotted yeah. about six mice i actually posted it on my insta right in the stories the... right okay yeah so right mice stroke rats I think, no, I think these were mice because they were quite small. We did see some rats on the way there. But yeah, these were mice. And so they were sat there. Anyway, I was sat down. Okay, mm. so we'd been shopping beforehand. So I had a few bags with me. So I sit down mm. on, on a bench, right? And we were waiting for a tube. It was a tube line that splits in two. So we had to wait for a specific tube. And our tube was going to be 10 minutes. And I was like, this is ridiculous for London. It's quite a bit, isn't it? Yeah, for London anyway. Tubes come every like two minutes. And so I'm sat there. Right, and this guy comes along, and I've got like my bag sat next to me on this bench, and he goes, "Move your stuff so I can sit down." And I went, "Oh, all right, fair enough." So I move my Oof. stuff, and I was Oof. like, a "Bit rude, but okay." So I move my stuff off the bench. Yeah. He sits down. Yeah. Ten seconds later, his tube arrives, and he stands up and gets on the tube, and I'm like, "So you made me move my shit so you could sit down for ten seconds? That is absolutely..." unreal i was like well, how rude is that well at the same time at the same time what were you doing having your stuff on a seat it was it was a metal but it wasn't a tube it was just the metal mm. seats that you sat down on we were sat because we had to wait a good 10 minutes for our tube you know there was going to be a few tubes before yes, that and so yes. he knew his tube was coming in 10 seconds yet he made me move my stuff so he could sit down for 10 seconds he didn't have Ooh. any disabilities anything like that he was like you know he was running down the tube station and i was like hang on what's going on here like it was so bizarre it was just bizarre he just made me move my stuff and he was quite rude about it 
and hmm. then um and then a guy dives off the yeah. tube right as the other guy's getting on this other guy yeah. dives off the tube with one shoe on and one shoe off right classic yeah plonks his arse down next to my oh, friend yes. all right on this yeah. bench uh-huh. and goes oh excuse me mate don't know why just decided to engage in yeah. conversation with us which yeah. doesn't happen in london we do not engage was in it, conversation was it what was he was he like a, a, a character from david copperfield because that's the kind of voice you're doing there. no he was um you sound like somebody from a dickens excuse me mate you got to pick a pocket or two well it was a southerner all right okay, all right, okay um yeah. and so anyway he sat down yeah and um starts putting his shoe on right and then the next tube oh. comes about a minute later which is going to the exact same place as the tube he just got off and he got on that one and i'm like i don't understand why couldn't you put your shoe on on that tube like I t- well. weirdos absolute weirdos no you see you see right now you see you just think weirdos are my my mind's advantage an entire story here mm. that maybe right he was like oh my shoe's fallen off did he have slip-ons or were the laces there were laces well, he says, right, imagine he's taking off and he's seeing the woman who is the uh, apple of his eye or the man who's the apple of his eye, either whoever he fancies is on there, right? Mm-hmm. And he slipped, he's slipped his shoe off and he's got a massive hole in his sock and his big toes poking out like a, like a salacious tongue of a lizard going, oh. No, no, his shoe was absolutely fine. There was nothing wrong with his socks. There was, the only thing that was wrong with him was his manners. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, apart from apart from speaking to your mates and being, you know, Sean Monsoon coming up at you, <laughs> and, and, oh, right. I the thing is, all right, it's tube etiquette. It's the same as a metro, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Right? You you don't know what's what's occurred on that tube. I once got on the tube, right, and this bloke did such a loud, obnoxious, terrible Trump, right. Bloody bump. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I had to get off the tube. I had to get. Off, I had to get off the metro, right? Oh, the metro. Yeah, because um, it was me who had done it. And everybody <laughs> was staring at us. Everybody was staring at us. And I was just like, "I know shame." So I got off a pillow. Oh wow! Um, I didn't even want to go there. I just cut off. I was like, "Yeah, that's really embarrassing." <laughs> wow. Well, that's one reason to get off a pillow. I can't think of any other reason. Mate, I tell you what, it smelled a lot better in Pilo than it did in that metro carriage. Yeah. I was really bad. It's when I was cooking for myself. It was when I was living mm, alone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. It was yeah. Bad. Eating raw bacon again. Uh, <laughs> I, I've only <laughs> eaten raw bacon once, right? We're not going to keep bringing this up now. So I can see you've got some justified rants here. I do. And what then... was the highlight, though? Oh, there's more. There's oh, more. There's Come more. On. There's right. more. But anyway, no, we did have a good time because we were mm. down for, you know, about a week or so. Yeah. And yeah. we did, you know, we got to see a few shows. We went to uh, Fortnum and Mason Tea Rooms. I know. You, you sent us pictures and I was like, ooh. That was hella posh. No, the thing was, though, I said to Becky, because you told me how much, we're not going to mention how much it was, right? I said, look at this. I look at this. And she went, oh, wow, where's yet? I went Fortnum and Mason. She goes, oh. Well, you paid for that, but I bet it was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. And when I told her what, what I expect to pay, she went, yeah, I'd expect to pay that. Yeah, I was yeah. like, well, I, am, I am so out of touch. It was really expensive. It was really expensive. But it was nice. It was really nice. And mm. they do just keep refilling all the cakes and the sandwiches and everything. I would have a conveyor. Conveyor coming. How quickly can you hide that mini Battenberg on there? Because I'm going to make it disappear. Yeah, it was, it was good. And they gave us little 
boxes to take stuff mm. away with us afterwards. Really? Yeah, because they were like, obviously, we're, this would just get thrown away, but we're not allowed to like box this for you and give you it in case you get sick. And so if you want oh. to put this in the box, you can do that. So we did. We didn't uh. have anywhere to store this stuff. So we just gave yeah. it to um, some homeless people as we sort of left. Oh, well, the that's good store. to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we did. Um, so that was quite nice. Um, I, we went out on um, on Saturday night. We went out in in London. We went to a few places, and yeah. around was costing mm. me um, forty quid minimum around. And right. I, 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 just for you and him, and uh, no, there was three of us. For, right, even for free, it was forty quid around. <laughs> 40 quid around. It was absolutely appalling. And I was like, oh, God, this... I kind of miss being in the north. We went to... Um, mm. We went to a... We went to a classical event, all right? We went to this... Right. Um, it's called St. Martin in the Fields. It's a big church. Um, oh, yeah, another yeah. one, yeah. Yeah. And they usually have, like, little orchestras and things playing. And so we went to uh, mm. Vivaldi Four Seasons they were doing. They did some other things Lovely. as well. And it was Lovely. really nice. Yeah. And... Um, what my friend Hugh couldn't get his head round was that you could go downstairs into the crypt, and it's actually a crypt that's got, you know, mm. um, gravestones and things, other like the stones over yeah. the bodies. And they were selling booze and water and things down there. <laughs> well, and, yeah, he's like, yeah. and he's like, um, we're having a drink in a crypt. And I was like, yeah, we're about to take it back upstairs to the church. And he's like, can we drink in a church? And I'm like, well, they're selling it, so I assume so. I think I got a cider, and he got... Hmm. I think he might have already got a water or something, but I think it was like, came to about 12 quid. And I was like, Hugh, you know, we're not in Newcastle just, anymore. No, that tear in your eyes, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, that just, oh, I'm beyond frustrated, right? Right, so, I'm, I'm going to add this in. Go on. So, I was uh, I was in Liverpool last week. Mm. Doing gigs down there. Right. Yeah. And, um, oh, 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 can I rant? Yeah, please do. Go on. So I books myself in with a certain well-known budget chain, right? And uh, I get to the address. So I get all the way to the uh, place. Yeah. And they go, Ewa, sorry, we don't have your reservation anymore. I went, what do you mean? I've paid up front. Mm. There's been a problem with the booking system. Mm. However, we've got a room available for you at a hotel. Now, I'd booked a... £50 room, booked it uh, three weeks in advance, so I get it cheap. Oh, that is quite cheap, actually. It, it is, yes. So the, the one they were offering me was five miles away from the venue, mm. which is literally five miles outside of Liverpool City Centre. So I was like, all right. And they went, yeah, yeah, we can just swap you to that room. So I'm like, all right, okay then. So I drive, 40-minute drive over to the room, get where I am, get blocked in just before I'm going to do, you know, to make sure I've got a room that night. And I went in, the woman goes, yes, we've got your room available. And she goes, that'll be um, £27 and one pence, please. I went, you know what? She goes, £27 and one pence. I went, what do you mean? Mm. She goes, oh, well, it costs £27 and one pence more to stop here. I said, but you've sold my room. And she yeah. went, yeah, I'm really sorry about that. She goes, but if you want to stop here, it's in there. So I had no option. Yeah. So I paid her, right? But the woman felt really bad for us, right? Yeah. And it was kind of like, I didn't want to get upset and angry with her. But she went, I goes, I, I goes, well, I better pay for the Wi-Fi. She goes, I'll give you free Wi-Fi. I was there for one night. So she gave us Wi-Fi for two days. Okay. Nice. Even though I'm only there for one day. Oh, well, yeah. So I'm like, what's going to happen with all that excess Wi-Fi? Then she goes, 
I've given you a free breakfast box as well. Oh, lovely. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, and I was I clean looked at that, right? And what they would say, I was so nice for the same time I felt like insulted. She looked at us and just went and slipped another one on top. Wow. <laughs> so, she, so she gave us two breakfast boxes. I took them. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting them. them. I was like, all right, okay. But I was just like, oh, I'm frustrated. But no, so the thing that really annoyed me, though, there was a 24-hour garage across the mm. road from where I was stopping. And there was this was the tiniest little one of these hotels that I was stopping in. There wasn't even door handles on the door. There was just your key in the lock. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like, you know, I stopped in the terrace street, not a door handle. Oh, okay. And uh, there was no can dispenser or anything that you get. So I was like, I'll pop across the road. I just want a drink, a bottle of water, and a can of pop. Mm. Wake up in the morning, I've got that there. It goes across to this garage. And the garage goes in, we're serving through the window. Now, I'd been in there previously mm. and got myself a can of pop on the way to the venue. It was £1.29, which I thought was a bit steep. Yeah, that is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Thank you for the amazing face you just did. Was it? You channeled, you channeled Rick <laughs> Mail and the young ones doing that. <laughs> yeah. Was it Was it an energy drink, at least? Was it like... No, it wasn't. No. It was a can of Diet Coke. Oh, God. Right? It was a multi-pack can as well. That was mm. really annoyed us because it was like no more than multi-pack. Oh, wow, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I went back that night. Guess how much it was to buy it? 24 hours. Guess how much it was selling it for? How much? 50 pence. Two quid. No. And I went, how are you charging two quid? I was in before you went, yeah, yeah. It's nighttime prices now. I'm That's appalling. through the window. And I was, well, I'll tell you what. I, I, I walked away. I walked away. Good for you. I was really angry. I was I... really angry. And there's me arguing over like 70p. And there's you going, oh, well, you know, I've just paid 40 quid for free drinks. Like, Honestly. But the thing is, I don't know how many rounds I got in because things started to go a bit blurry a bit later on. Oh. Like, By the way, as a doctor, I must say, please drink responsibly. Not like I did that night. But, you know, all I could think was, you know, I don't yeah. do this very often. Yeah, I might as well just enjoy myself. We did see a show up in Newcastle as well. Well, because we came back yes. up, we saw another murder mystery, another Agatha Christie. We saw then mm. there were none, which was amazing. Mm. I would suggest anyone goes and see that. That was really good. And it was the storm. And so Hugh, and like we, we yeah. go along, I park up, but we have to walk a little way to get there. Mm. And we're walking along and our umbrellas just get destroyed in the wind. So those have to yeah. go straight in the bin. And Hugh gets into um, the Theatre Royal and he goes... Oh my god, this this weather is just not for me. This, and he's the tears streaming out of his face because he's so cold. And I was like, yeah, welcome, welcome to the northeast. Yeah, it, 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 when the tears freeze to your cheeks. Oh yeah. Well, it's well, you. It sounds like we've had some good garavans. Oh, you? we have. We've had some. But then I went to Leeds. So I showed him Leeds as well. Um, oh. So we again, it was a famous um, cheap hotel chain should we say which was just yeah, over the yeah. road from well they're not it wasn't really that cheap and it was right yeah. over the road from the arena and we went to see um ludovico like the pianist um oh, and he had okay. he had a performance somehow I, I thought i was going to be some really cool dance artist who i've never heard of no no ludovico yeah they're dropping great beats no so is it classical no oh, the, this okay. is classical he does um a lot of he's a pianist Ed, but did uh, you wear your mesh did you wear your mesh top to I, go see him? i didn't wear mesh top to go and see him to be fair i didn't wear mesh at all um mm. and that's all being put away now that's all being put away because it's well now well, the well well eileen 
has mm. messaged us. Oh, <laughs> go on. <laughs> That's so good. She says, does, <laughs> she goes, does Dr. S, I love this, Dr. S. Oh, nice, yeah. Does Dr. S have a winter mesh ring? <laughs> she goes, I'm thinking, please tell me that he may have a tinsley top. Thank you, thank you very much, Eileen, by the way, for uh, getting in touch. I have like a glittery jacket. It's a crack leather, so it like glitters. So that's Ooh. quite nice. So that's like my favourite winter jacket to mm. wear. But I do have a jumper that is a little bit mesh, actually. Come to think of it, it's sort of in squares and some some mm. of the squares are a little bit mesh. So yeah, I, do. I still have that. I wouldn't really wear it out. It's just too cold. Yeah. It's just too cold right now. Well, I, I had something pointed out to me by my daughters, which I didn't know. Oh, right? go on. Um, <laughs> so I was, I was saying about, because, you know, there's various different... Like groups and tribes of kids who go to their school. Yeah. Like everybody follows their own fashion advice and stuff, right? Mm. And I made a comment of, there's a lot of young lasses there who are, you know what, everybody had that thing where they all had puffer jackets on. Mm. And then they had Ugg boots. Well, this year, there's loads of them who've got, like, it looks like their budgies died. And they've got really, like, your ankles are shown quite about a third of the way up, the, a third of the way up from the ankle to the knee. Right. But... That fake tan is really bad. I hate it. Oh. And, and, and the girls go, oh, we call them the tiger brains. I went, what wow. do you mean? It goes, it's because they've been splashed by a puddle and that fake tan's run and their legs <laughs> look like tiger brains. And I was like, oh. that is amazing. I was like, why have I never heard that before? Now, here's the thing. Yeah. If you're going to town, because there is people with fake tan <laughs> I want to see how many tiger brains you can spot on the night out. I saw two this weekend. Yeah, oh, I'm going to have to have a look. Me and Fake Tan <laughs> have a really bad history together. Oh, so yeah. I remember going out on New Year's Eve once. Yeah. And there was this woman and she was walking along in front of us. It was it was mm. snowing this New Year's Eve. And walking along in front of us, this girl, she was hand in hand, with yeah. uh, arm in arm with some of her friends. And she was wearing like this little white dress. Okay. No jacket because it was Newcastle. We, we don't yeah, need that. Yeah, 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 yeah fake tan and anyway they all fall over and slide across the ground she's wearing a lot of fake tan on her legs and the fake tan slides up obviously up the snow and then she had these orange lines up the back of her dress oh, amazing and i was like oh sweetie no that's just awful oh, she no. still went out and had a great time but you know oh, yeah. the, bless her so that was that was one and Back when my friend used mm. to do a lot of fake tan, he used to put it on before he used to go out on a night out yeah. with us. Yeah. And this is when we used to take out cameras before we had really good camera phones. Mm. He would put on this fake tan and you would be able to tell at what time in the night it was dependent on how orange he was because he would slowly as the fake tan developed <laughs> as the fake tan developed throughout the night you could he oh. would become slowly more orange so you'd be able mm. to tell you'd be able to look at the photos and i'd show him and he'd go oh yeah. that must have been early on in the night because you know i'm not completely orange there so yeah oh. i avoid the fake tan now just, yeah, just not for I, me. Uh, so so when i was doing heaven uh neil granger who played gervais had to get covered in fake tan all the time and uh, there was one night he, he got sprayed just be I think it was just before we started doing the second series, we're filming and he'd got his fake tan topped up, right? Uh, oh no, no, we'd filmed a couple of weeks and then he had to go match the tan he had, yeah, which was the problem. He had to match in the other scenes. Oh yeah, of course. And he got he got re-topped up, and when he got up in the morning and we're stop we're stopping it, um, a very well, it was double tree, double tree by Hilton. 
Oh, lovely, yes. Very, very, very nice. posh. Very we nice. were stopping there. They, they put us up there, right? And um, we were like, all right, okay. Come in, get get something to eat, be fantastic, right? And he goes, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm really tired. I've, I've, I've got a sandwich. I was like, got up the next morning. I was like, you weren't, you weren't here for breakfast? He went, no, I had to. I woke up late and had to leave a note for the person cleaning <gasps> the room. Yeah. I was like, why? And he goes, basically wrote, I have not soiled the bed. It's fake tan. Half his tan had come off on the bed sheets. Oh, yeah, it does. And he says, he goes, but it, it, it didn't, you know, it just, where it came off, it looked really like I'd soiled the bed. And he was like, so, he's so apologetic. I was like, oh, mate. Must be, it must be grim cleaning some hotel rooms. I've destroyed a number of white items from fake tan. Yeah. So when I did my first degree, I used to wear a lot of fake tan. And when I used to wear that, I used to look orange. And so yeah. people used to comment on it and go, my God, are you like, mm. you're radioactive. What's happening right now? Yeah. Um, I would just look like a Django man. Oh, honestly, I, I kind of, well, I kind of did. It was, it was horrendous. And I'd just be like, oh, I'm having my Paris yeah. Hilton phase, you know. Um, and they're like... <laughs> Like, well, she's got the money, yeah. well, she shouldn't be looking like that. Mm. But I used to also wear a lot, I don't know why, I used to like a lot of white stuff back then. So I used to wear like yeah. white jeans, white t-shirt, white denim jacket. Wow. Um, but yeah, I used to come in and people were like, why are you wearing all white? It's like, I'm going for the virginal look, to which used to make people laugh quite a lot. And then yeah. um, and then a lot of it <laughs> used to be, it yeah. used to just be destroyed by this fake tan because hard to get out. Yeah. It's... Oh. Awful. Never again. Never again. Well, we're, we're talking about our problems. Yeah. Maybe this is the point where we pause. Um, and I have to say, can, well, it's time, really, we should do this, our random additional feature. Yeah. Which is where we've had responses. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you. We are, you know, this is episode five. Mm. Um, we have had people responding to the episodes which have already been out there. And um, a couple, this is, we've had, can it read out? And I'm saying this, it makes it, yeah, we've had loads. We have, we've had quite a few responses, right? A lot of them, I am trying to slip in a bit, like Eileen before there, who was wondering about your glittery, your glittery outfit. Um, I, she came to like the idea of you having like a tinsel top for Christmas. And I thought the static on that would be terrible. Um, this one, though, from Anonymous, because they don't want us to read the name out. I wish to aspire to have the level of confidence that Stefan had when he stated that goat's cheese doesn't contain lactose. <laughs> yeah, Which, yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, yeah. The the one from last week though, last week's episode about Maddie with the bins. Mm. Hey, this is from Stephen Sars, who uh, listened all the way through. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, Maddie's annoyance at being weighing the bins with bricks. Ah, now this was a lady where the person yeah, took yeah, the bricks yeah, out. Yeah. Um, four people have said I'm an animal for suggesting putting dog poo on the um, on the handle of the bin. Well, I agree. Now, we're recording this, and the episode's only been out for two days. <laughs> yeah. And the response is, oh, people are going, you monkey so-and-so, through to, um, I would call the police on you. And uh, my favourite, which has come in from Adam, who's just went, and call yourself a parent. The amount of people who have responded to we we have had ones from earlier episodes mm -hmm. i have to say uh lots of people who are enjoying it so thank you very much for getting in touch we do appreciate it the one which i'm going to pose this one with you mm. and it is a it is a rather sweet one right i like that so you know last week <laughs> you know 
You know, when we were talking about um, people coming to their houses and you think you're on, you're going to get lucky if you go to somebody's house. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the only one. Right. right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So I'm going to say hello to Kareem, who is uh, from, um, if you, when I used to do the radio show, mm. Kareem is over in Carlisle. Right. And uh, Team Pizza Man, hello, how are you doing? They're from a takeaway over there, and they've been listening on a Friday night now. Oh, nice, good. Because there's no quiz, so they put the podcast on on a Friday night. And they said, we've had people listening in who have been enjoying it, we've been telling them and pushing it forward, so thank you very much. Thank you, Cream, and all the rest of the staff there. I really appreciate it. He says, however, we all looked at each other and went, what? <laughs> uh, are we going to say, Kareem was invited to somebody's house, right? Mm. And said, I did not realise that that was a suggestion on the plate. Maybe I'm too respectful. He says, what is Susan, what is Stephen like? Is he a bit loose? So... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um... I've saved that one for you. I've saved it for you because it made me laugh. I was like, I'm not alone with that. I'm not alone with that. So I, so I um, was picked up. <laughs> We were struggling with cabs and stuff. So my dad actually come and picked us up when we came back from London because um, we had loads of suitcases and stuff with us and been yeah. shopping and everything. Yeah. And um, he was sat in the car and he went, oh, I've just been listening to your podcast. And I went, right. Oh. And he went, um, yeah, and he was saying, I got to the bit where you were talking about how if you invited to someone's house when you're dating, oh. they'll want to get it on. And he went, I, I like Stefan's response of, I'm not inviting you around for a cup of tea. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay. And I have to remind, yeah. I have to remind myself, my parents listen to this. Yeah, I know. Well, my mum was going to listen. My mum was going to listen. Right? And uh, she, well, she's a big fan of the Feast Day Scream Boss. So I said, not that one. Um, <laughs> give, that a, give that a miss. So here's the thing. We, we, we should really get on to this week's problems. Yes, we should. And this has been, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a long, and this is a longer edition. We do apologise. But, we both had a rant, and thank you for the people who suggested make it a bit longer. Mm. Um, I've never heard that before. Um, so, <laughs> oh no, oh no. So, um, let's go over to today's problems. So, I've got the problem this week. So, this was sent in to us, and it was sent to our Gmail, which is um, agonypod at gmail.com, if anyone wants to send any of them in. So, this week's problem goes as follows. Hello, Doctor and Sir. Yeah, yeah, so do I. If you're going to send us a problem, you know, maybe be a bit inventive on how you want to address us. <laughs> oh, you guys. Um, so, <laughs> so it goes like this. Please advise. I was on a flight for around eight hours recently. I was on the aisle seat and there was a lady at the window seat. There was an empty seat between us and this felt perfect to me. The plane takes off and I settle in to watch a movie. And then I notice the lady at the window seat has taken her shoes off. She then lifts the armrest and puts her feet on this empty middle seat. Her bare feet are starting to get closer and closer and closer to me throughout the flight. So I strategically place a blanket between me and her monkey feet. But a couple of hours into the flight, I start to feel her feet against my thighs. I was absolutely disgusted. She was all up in my personal space. So at this stage, I get up, 
go to the bathroom, making quite a fuss and pushing her feet out the way in the process. I come back and she's moved her feet down at this point. So my question to you guys, is it okay to take your shoes off on a plane? And is it okay to spread out over empty seats between you and another passenger? And is it okay to start encroaching into another person's personal space? Love you guys. Keep the podcast going. Uh, were, were they asleep? So he hasn't said oh. if they were asleep or not. But you see, now, yeah. Uh, yeah, you see, the asleep question plays it as very much. First mm. of all, they're quite limber if they can do mm. that. And yeah. two, they're flying very well because they haven't got their metal armrests to be able mm. to do that. So that's that's good. Well, it was an eight-hour flight, so... Oh, it'll comfy, you know. yeah. yeah. yeah um, so it should I, be quite comfy. Ah, yeah. No, it's not right. Yeah, yeah. Slipping your shoes off, yeah, I've done that. I've slipped your shoes off on a flight. Okay. Okay, well, all right, okay, all right. <laughs> I can't been judgy from your face already. You just did a comedy double take and threw up in your mouth. Look, when I flew mm-hmm. to the States, it was, it was one of them where it was a long journey. Yeah. And I got the point where I was like, right, slip my shoes off, put them back on after a bit, but I took them off. And it was just because I was like, I want to get relaxed. I'm here. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. I want to get comfy. Right. That's why I did it. Right. Judge me for who I am. Now, you have just done a twisted face. So I take it, you say, no, don't take your shoes off. So, yeah, I don't want to be looking at your feet on a plane. Mm. And you've got to make sure you've washed your feet if you are going to do that because there's oh, some yeah. people who just don't and i just can't be dealing with that how do people you know, so... not wash their feet how do people not wash their feet <sighs> i think it's more if you're waiting to get on a plane and especially if it's an early morning flight you might have just jumped out of bed thrown some shoes on gone to the airport then you're waiting around and then you've gone on the plane uh-huh. if that's you don't be taking your shoes off just no, don't. No. And if you're going to do that, hope you've got some nice socks on as well. That's yeah. another way of doing it. But the other <laughs> part of this question, uh-huh. right? The other, yeah. So make sure you bought some nice socks. You know, yeah. get yourself to TK Maxx and get some nice socks. Um, <laughs> well, they used to have. That's why. That's why the sock shop used to be really popular in airports. Ah, right. Oh, talking, oh, yeah. You know, when, when I was um, when I was at Dunham University at the uh-huh. business school. They um they went through a whole host of why people have shops situated where they were, and there was a guy there who came on a lecture on why there's impulse buys, and apparently the sock shop was people would go oh I'm getting on the plane, I'm taking my shoes off oh I'll put a good pair of socks on, and they would buy a nice pair of socks to put on. So they don't get judgy swines like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it can't be. It, their feet can't stink. Not the person with the really nice argyle pattern. You know. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I mean, but maybe just wear some comfy shoes to go on a plane. So Man, then, you know. I'm, I'm at the age where all shoes are comfy. All my right. shoes are comfy. I wore dress shoes for a... Um, so me and the missus were at there. I'm going to mention them because I am a, a patron of them. The Dragonfly Ball this last weekend. Oh, nice. Which is a fantastic organisation which um, helps kids and families who are going through cancer and having cancer treatment. And they basically make their wishes come true. It's really mm. nice, some of the things they do. And uh, we were at the ball there this weekend and I was a full black tie. 
So I was in my tux and all done up, and I put my dress shoes on for the first time in ages. <laughs> and I was like, oh, these haven't got memory foam in. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Oh yeah, I have some very uncomfortable shoes. Yeah. Um, look, stylish though. Look at the platforms oh, wow. on them. Like, tall, were you are tall anyway. No, I'm not. I'm only I'm only like five ten. Um, but I'm no, five ten. You're. Oh, I think we're about the same. I think yeah. we're about the same. Huh? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I once got listed when I was wrestling as five foot twelve mm. by a promoter, and I was like right. six foot. <laughs> they just didn't realize the really? uh, came out of the ring they went starting at five foot twelve. I was like, that's six foot. You can see people in the audience good. It's not just six foot. <laughs> yeah. I love that because that's kind of like being six foot, but not wanting to show off about yeah, it. So yeah. you're just like oh, yeah, twelve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's five foot fourteen inches. That's six foot two. It, the, yeah. the, the thing is though, yeah, it's when people do that. I, I am going to say, right, if the person was asleep and their feet were pushing up against you, right? Yeah. Okay, they're asleep, right? Mm-hmm. I have got the point, though, where somebody laid on me. Oh. And they, and they were, and but I, I did wake them when they drooled. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, when no, they drooled, I said, sorry, I goes, um, they, they and like, okay. And I made a thing of, I've got to get up and go to the toilet. So that I woke him up. I didn't need to go to use the toilet. I just got up, went, and pretended to go to the toilet because I didn't. I didn't want to be embarrassing, but I was like, "Oh, they were drooling on us." Oh no, that's vile. Yeah, I'm sorry, but if somebody has got their feet pressed up against me, I will be telling them like just an absolute no. I think... Maybe, maybe it's like inviting somebody to their house for tea. They expect I've rubbed my feet up against you. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. And she's definitely rubbing up against the wrong person if she, that's what she's after. Um, no, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. And I quite liked yeah. that he put up a little blanket. You know, so my advice would oh, be... Oh, you put it in a no man's land. Yeah, he put like a little blanket between them. So that's good. I think that's a really okay, good idea. So, if yeah, you've got a blanket. seat empty between you, mm. whose seat is it? Well, clearly she decided it was hers. So... Do you not go halfway through like no man's land? You've got that bit in the middle. You're like, oh. You would think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, but I, would. I, I don't think. I think. I think neither, neither of you should take it. Really, I think it should just be a bit of spreading out room so you can, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you put your arm out over there, yeah. the rest, and yeah. you maybe be able She's to just put. Just go for a little nap. She, yeah, I'm exactly. I'm going to curl up. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no, not for well, me. Uh, if ladies and gentlemen, if we, I'm going to ask you the question. Please get in touch with the show. Let us know via the socials or via uh, agonypod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a shoes on or shoes off person. Yeah, please in do. Fact, in fact, we may make it a poll on the mm. socials. Yes, we'll make it a poll on the socials. Are you a shoes on or shoes off person? On a flight. On a flight. Mm, okay. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll specify that. I'm not going to tell you shoes on or shoes off. Well, I can't relate that. I think we've solved that person's problem. No, what happens? How do you wake the person up if they're asleep and they've got their feet against you? I would make a lot of noise. Mm. So I would um, I would probably move my stuff around and like start, yeah. oh, but he did a good thing. He got up to go to the toilet yeah. and then got back to the seat. That's what I did. If we're still when you could smoke on planes, mm. I would put a matchstick between the toes. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've always wanted to do that to somebody. Well, it has to be something I cared for, though. You know, right? Uh, well, yeah, you wouldn't do it with a stranger. <laughs> yeah, I'd be cruel doing it with a stranger. I wouldn't do it like like one of me kids. Well, I don't know. One of me older kids are doing it. <laughs> I might message your kids to make sure they're okay. <laughs> Becky, Becky, kick me off. Yeah, she, she would. Really, yeah, what she you would. do with that much? She wouldn't put up with that. Not at she all. Probably, she'd laugh and she'd go, get one of the kids. Mm. <laughs> Is that social on the phone? Right. Speaking of Becky, shall we get on to mm. Becky's questions? Oh, let's go for it. Hi, folks. It's Becky again. Here's your question for the week. I was taught that when you're in a restaurant, the wait staff will come to you and it's very vulgar to attempt to attract their attention. However... When you've been there a while and nobody's come to you, how would you attempt to attract their attention? Is it a little hand wave? Is it a, hey, sweetheart, come here. Tell me what you think. Right then. I'm going to let you go first on this. I always go first on these. I'm going to let you pull your two benefit. So I've been told I can be a little bit rude to waiters sometimes. Yeah. But I guess it depends on the situation. If I've got nowhere to go, yeah, I'm not bothered. And I will just sit there and I will wait. But what happens if you need to get that wait's attention? Because you've got places to be. So I've stood up at one time. I've stood up. I've waved at them. Yeah. All right. I've never clicked. Clicking is rude. Oh, I won't no, be no, rude. rude. But I might wave. I might stand up. Um, I might... Um, I'll... Another thing I'll do if it's if my meal's finished and we're waiting for them to collect the meal, I'll put like my napkin on top of it so they know it's definitely finished. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll do things like that. But I find it depends where you are. So in mm. London, I always find that waiters are very much on top of you trying to get you out of wherever you are so they can get more people in. So yeah. I'm used to that sort of service. Yeah. But then up in the north, it's slightly different. And so I mm. was um, going to the glass house, right? And this was uh, several months ago now. Uh-huh. I was going to the glass house to see a show with one the of my sitch. friends. Yeah, it's, it's called, no, it's called the glass house now. Mate, you can change your name to whatever you want. It's the sit. <laughs> right. Okay, the sit. I'm still calling pubs what they were called six pubs ago. Nice. <laughs> Well, pubs, my friend who came uh-huh. over to visit absolutely loves the fact that our pubs are just called the most weird names, like the oh, Thistle yeah. and Box or, you know, or the King's oh. Head and Diamond. Have you, have or... you ever tried to do the full body when, you, when you're when doing a trip? No. All right. So if you what you do is, it, it, this is the one I used to do loads of times, if it was loading in the car and on a comedy trip or on a family road trip, mm. you're trying to make an entire body from the pub names, you see. Oh, okay. so you have like the butcher's arms, the king's yeah. head. Right? Yeah, um, there's one place in Essex which is called the such such as uh, this. Oh God, what's it called? It's something to do with an arse anyway. But it's as close as you can get to doing that body. But yeah, you put the full as much of the body you can put together from mm. the pub names. Yeah, the fox's tail. It's just so yeah, weird. Exactly. He he was laughing that there was like um, the slug and lettuce. He's like, why yeah. would you have the word slug in the title of somewhere that you're going to eat? And I was like, I know, mm. I never, I never Britain. got the idea of that one. I used to love the firkin pubs. Yeah, the frog and firkin and the fox and firkin. 
I, I don't know what those are, actually. I don't know why I'm agreeing. Um, there, were, there were great pubs. There were a little microbrewery. It was one of the original right. microbreweries, right? And they had a pint. I did, I did some comedy gigs for them. They're based in the Derbyshire area. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They had one up here as well, but they had a pint called Dog Boulder. Mm. And it was so cold because the guy who brewed it, he, he, he left it too long because his dog... He's walking his dog, and his dog ran off and took off, and it took him an hour or so to find the dog. And when he got back, oh. it had overbrewed the beer, and it was a way higher percentage than it should have been. And uh, it was you had it, and you were like, "Whoa!" And that's what it was called, Dog Boulder. It was great when you no, had a paint with a name to it. You're like, "Oh, that's, that's nice. quite nice. I yeah. like that." So, yeah, Weirdos. where were we? we anyway, we've we, we, we yeah. got off. Yeah, we've got off talking about mm. pubs and things now. Um, but with waiters, so that's what I was saying. The sage, we had a we had a show at the sage, and uh-huh. we had something Glasses. to eat. Yeah. The, okay, now you're changing it around. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Just, you just you just enjoy correcting me, don't you? Because it doesn't happen that often. I'm not. I'm just an agent in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we were we were somewhere close by, just over yeah. the river, having something to eat and a couple mm. of drinks before we went over, and the waiter was taking forever. And mm. so I stood up and I waved and the waiter came over and I asked, can I get the bill, please? And can I get the card reader? That's what yeah. I always say. That'll oh, speed yeah, when things they do up the, They drop the bill off and then you've got to wait another 10 minutes for them to bring back the card reader. Yeah. So in the, uh, what I learned, this was a London trick I learned, was basically when they're coming and they're giving uh-huh. you the bill, just, or they're coming over to say, are you all done? I'll go, is there anything else you want to say? Can I have the bill? And the card reader, that's the quickest way to get things done because they know you just want to get out of yeah. there. I did that. They didn't bring over the card reader. They just brought over the bill. And then they wandered off. Uh. And I was like, can you bring the card reader? And then they started serving this massive like table of about 20-odd people all their food. And I'm going, we've got to go. We've got to show. We've been waiting 15 minutes now for you to clear up and bring us the bill. And so that that was annoying. And I think in those instances, if you've got somewhere to be, it's okay to wave at a waiter and go, yeah, come on, we need this. So I've got a different approach to this, right? Yeah, go on. The ideal way to attract a waiter is what happens at the end of the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy. Where Michael Caine, as Alfred the butler, ends up in um, some foreign resort and he looks up and he sees, and spoilers anybody if you've not seen them, but it's been a few years. He looks up and he sees um, Christian Bale. Oh, yeah, yeah. Playing Bruce Wayne, right? He looks up Wayne and he Anne sees Hathaway. him, although he, yeah, he thinks he's dead, and he sees him. They look, they make eye contact, Bruce Wayne nods at him, Michael Caine nods back, and that's all that needs to be said. That is your perfect waiter. The waiter looks across, you make eye contact, you nod your head to say, yes, I am interested in speaking to you. And then they come over here. That's the ideal way it should happen, right? right. If I'm in the situation where you are, mm. right, what I always do is I take the bill, I say it, and normally it's back here, I say it to the girls as well, mm. say if you want to go to the bathroom, you want to go to the restroom, go do that. I'll be yeah. back in a second. I go up to the reception desk and say, I want to pay uh. this now. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Because I've had it where I've done the whole thing of going, can I get the bill, please? And even when I've been trying to get their attention and they're too busy serving other people around you and you've mm. got to go, I just go up and say, can I have the bill now, please? And then yeah. they'll serve you right then and you'll see the waiter go, well, I was coming to your table. I'm like, I need to go now. Yeah, yeah. 
I could see you were busy serving somebody else. Thank you very much for your service. I'll do that, right? So if you've got a problem, just go direct. Go direct up to the side. Because mm. I hear that. I, I, if I see anybody clacking their hands, I'll go, mm-hmm. oh, waiter. And you, oh, how rare, man. Be a yeah. bit more imaginative, right? <laughs> One way to do it is to get your knife and fork, stick them under your gums, and pretend to be like a walrus, and you just go, oh, they can't miss you then. Yeah. But also, you might get sectioned, so maybe don't do that. Um, <laughs> I know. I just go. I'm a dad. I'm a dad. Oh, yeah, you are. Dads do. Yeah, it's what dads do. You never. You have. You, have you never got like two spatulas in your kitchen and pushed them under your gums and went, "Tell me, a walrus." Um, no, 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 yeah. not sober. Tell, tell, tell you what. Tell you what. Tell you what. You know what? We're finished doing this. Yeah, you're going to go in your kitchen and look and go. Mm-hmm. No, I'll wait until I'm drunk, and then um. Oh, do it you then. see, I just do things without without the need of alcohol. Mm. You're yeah. judging me again. <laughs> <laughs> and now I realise it's it's strange because now I I can see you judging this. I'm just seeing all these people sitting at home going, yeah. <laughs> I just love that. There'll be some people sat there going, "Oh yeah, I've done that." And then there'll be other people who side with me going, yeah. "No, why?" Oh, it is. It is. That? It is very much. It, it's. It's very much. I know from speaking to people. Went, yeah, I, I agreed with Stephen on this one. Oh, people go, mm. "Yeah, you were right on that one." And to me, isn't that what people say? But I agree with Stephen on that one, <laughs> which is why we say, you know, it's two different thoughts of advice. Yeah, but if you fall over with them in, you're going to do yourself some damage. Oh, oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh, man. Why have you just final destinationers? Yeah, but I, I've worked in A&E and things, so, oh. I've, I, so I'm used to these things. That's why I would never get on a motorcycle and things like that. It's, it's just why I'll just... never get the show if there's a plunger in there. Oh. Right, yeah. People no, generally, fall. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. I'm, I don't want to be that. Honestly, I am the one person who generally did fall on the plunger. Right. No, also I saw one where somebody speared themselves. Oh, yeah, you can do that. Be, oh. Like, falling in a shower is a big common one, so make sure you've oh, got, God, you I... know, some... Make sure you've got those little stickies on the bottom of your showers yeah. to keep, you know, so you're not slipping over on a slippy oh, bath. Oh, no, 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 no. Because oh. that can happen. Yeah, so you you managed to get a, a, a plunger up yourself, did you? No, no, um... no, I had a plunger. No, what happened is I had... Um, <laughs> we, we had, a, we had I've had to pay. I've had to pay. To get um, the the drain plunging company, yeah. I'm not going to give them any advertising name because they charge a fortune to come out. So I had a blockage in the drains outside. Oh, right, okay. Um, and it was a case of because we got like a shared drain from a couple of houses, and uh, but there was really trouble getting water. But I was sitting there going, "Ah, oh, I'll just plunge in the shower; it'll be fine, right?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then I was like, "Well, I'm in the air, but I'll take a shower while I'm here." And then I went, oh, I had oh, hang on a second. Yeah. Final destination has done that to me. Oh, yeah. Well, I was doing a lot of driving these last week and a bit because, mm. you know, as I said, going to Leeds, oh, yeah. um, London, things like that. Well, London was trained, but, you know, we've been elsewhere. We're meant to go to a theme park, but we couldn't we couldn't end up going because of the weather was just absolutely pants. Oh. But the, the weather has been bad for driving in, and yeah. I've been so careful when I've been driving because I, all I can think of is final destination. I hate when you're on a motorway and they've yeah. got those oh. trucks with trees on them yeah. and, like, wood. No, I just no. can't be anywhere near them. No, I can't. I, can't, I, dr- I drive after them. Well, mm. what? I am very lucky because I was nearly final destination. Well, yeah. Years ago, me mom, when I was younger, my mom was going to see her mom in Walker, mm. and she took my two little sisters with her. 
So mm-hmm. my little sister was sitting in the front where I would have sat, and they actually had a builder's roofing pole came through the window. And it, wow. And it, it missed my sister by a couple of inches, right? If I'd been in the car, I wouldn't have been able to get away from it. And wow. my mom was like, it was really lucky you didn't come. And I was like, ever since then, I've been going, right, okay, just just avoid that. That's just horrible, horrible. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot, just, though. Oh, well, I've worked in A&E before. I've been in A&E, worked in hospitals. So I've seen accidents yeah. happen. Accidents do happen. If they didn't, you know, accident emergency wouldn't exist. Yeah. You know, I once so. saw a wife nearly choke on a profiterole laughing at a joke. All right. Did you do the Heimlich? No, she kind of did it herself. Mm. She must have long arms. And then she coughed it up, and it was it a big do in Leeds, strange enough. And mm-hmm. the profiterole rolled across the table. Nice. Right. Less than two minutes later, she's snorking another one. I'm going, God's sake, woman, chew, you're not a snake. Wow. Which got her laughing again. So that's why I refuse to go on if people are eating. Oh, yeah, I don't blame you, because, yeah, that worries me as well. I've seen, like, chokings and things oh, like that. Well, oh. my dad, I had to do the Heimlich on my dad once. Did you? Um, yeah, yeah, at a family dinner. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's not a fun thing at all, it's not watching like, someone choke. It's no. not, it's horrible. And on that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> on, that, on that cheery note. <laughs> Nobody choke, and we'll see you next week on another episode of Agony Island. I have been Stefan Petty. And I am Stephen Ham, and thank you so much for listening. Please keep sending in your questions and queries to us. It's what makes the podcast. If you can, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you want, please leave us a nice review. Cheers. Bye. You've been listening to Agony Island. The sun is now setting. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. However, to get your weekly dose from the boys, like, subscribe, and recommend to your friends. We'll speak with you next week.